Broadcasting from the Pacific Northwest, the hipster, granola, tree-hugging, technology capital of the world, this is Don't Tell Mom, a podcast featuring multi-generational TV and movie talk from the slightly off mind of an uncle. I wish I hadn't drunk all that cough syrup this morning, you know? And his nephew. Later, dude. Pushing boundaries and helicopter mom buttons show after show. If you turn yourselves in now, you may escape a federal charge. Think that a movie is inappropriate for some audiences? <laughs> yep, we've probably watched oh, it. Somebody's stepping a duck. And now, here are your hosts, certified kid Ben and his goofy uncle, Brett. Boys, what are you watching? Welcome to the Bushwood Country Club. The membership's exclusive. You think I'd join this crummy snobatorium? The help is outrageous. The madness is contagious. Bad language, fooling around on the course, poor caddying. What is whole place? Caddyshack, starring Chevy Chase as Ty Webb. Who is that disgusting man over there? A sportsman who really knows how to score. So, what brings you to this uh, nape of the woods, neck of the wave? How come you're here? Rodney Dangerfield as Al Servant, a big shot. My dinghy's bigger than your whole boat! With an even bigger mouth. <laughs> hey, somebody's stepping a duck. <laughs> Ted Knight as Judge Smales, a man of dignity <laughs> and a sense of fair play. I've sentenced boys younger than you to the gas chamber. Michael O'Keefe as Danny Noonan. A caddy who wants an education and gets one. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. Cindy Morgan as Lacey Underall. She's got a bad reputation, and she's working hard to keep it. You want to tie me up with some of your ties? And Bill Murray as Carl Spackler. Uh, Just a harmless squirrel, not a plastic explosive or anything. Nothing to be worried about. He's not crazy about gophers, (laughs) but he is crazy. License to kill gophers. By the government of the United Nations. And introducing Mr. Gopher as himself. I said freeze, Gopher! Caddyshack. It's all about swinging. Kiss me, you fool. But not on the course. Hey, you want to make $14 the hard way? Ah! Playing a good game. Catch the ball. He got all of that one. And talking a better one. Hey, I should have stayed home and played with myself. Taking shots. That was a bum shot. And making time. We couldn't possibly think less of each other. Controlling your drives. Wow. And losing your grip. (laughs) It is you out. Boy. The man's a menace. Caddyshack. The comedy with... <laughs> um, that is the longest trailer known to man. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> um, welcome to Don't Tell Mom. We're back. We're back. We are back. It has been uh, a bit of a hiatus, as they say. It has. We were just looking this up. It's been... Um, Almost three years. Yeah, two years and a couple months shy of... Mm-hmm. Uh, three years since we were on this podcast, and um, but we were back. Glad right? to be back. Good to be back. I am Uncle Brett, and you are? I am Ben. 
And this is Don't Tell Mom, the show about uh, movies primarily, the movies we love, and the movies that are on the edge of being appropriate for the age at which we ended up watching them. And we get to decide if you are old enough to, I I don't know what to say. You you get to decide if they're old enough. I think their parents get to decide. You're helping their parents have a perspective on how bad or not the movie really is. Correct. Is that right? Yes, that sounds about right. Okay, so let's let's jump into it. Um, First thing is, uh, Ben, um, the movie is pretty obvious. If you haven't seen this movie or don't know this movie as an adult over the age of 16, it's really, how do you live with yourself? How do you live with yourself? Right, so, uh, and it is... Caddyshack. Caddyshack. The one, the only, probably one of the top, uh, I'd say, 50 comedies of all time. I think it might be a little higher than that. You think so? Where would you put it? I got a lot of comedy. I I do everything by top 100 kind of thing. It's in the top 100 of all-time comedies for sure, but I don't know if I would actually put it all the way into the top 10, but it's definitely top 25 maybe? That's... I was just going to say that. It's about top 25 or so. Okay. Very good. Um, it was uh, it was released in 1980. I was 11 years old. You were not a glint in your mother's eye. No. Um, or father's. Yeah. Um, who was the director? Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. Famous by a variety of things. Ghostbusters and Stripes. Right. He was in both of those movies. Yeah. And he had something to do with uh, production as well. Um, so Harold is, um, on this and it was written as well by him, but it was co-wrote by, um, one of the characters in the movie, actually Brian Doyle Murray, who is the brother of Bill Murray. Yes. And what character does he play? Uh, I don't know his name, but he plays the, I guess you could say the boss of the caddies. Right. Right. He's the, um, and I don't know his name in there as well. Let me, let me just check. His name was, um, oh, shoot. Oh, uh, Lou Loomis. Lou Loomis. His name is Lou Loomis. Yep. Um, it, uh, it had a $6 million budget, Ben, uh, and it grossed um, $3 million its first weekend, which is big for back then. And it did a total of $39 million. Wow. And I think that's $39 million with just normal box office stuff. It doesn't count what it's it's made as a icon in the lexicon, right? Yes, it's definitely... Uh, I bet you it's hundreds of millions of dollars. It's one of those very memorable movies that uh, you think of. And, uh, yeah, it's like a Christmas story, kind of. like uh, Right. Now, it's rated R. It's rated R. And at the time, it, that was an appropriate rating. It definitely has um, some elements that give it a rating of R. So parents thinking about uh, having your kid watch it before the rated R technical age of around 17, um, which we're talking about here, um, heads up on that. Um, so let's talk about it. Summary of Caddyshack, one of the quintessential comedies of all time, a great cast. Um, so what's the basic story? The basic story is... Uh a young boy, no, just a young man named Danny who... Danny Noonan. Danny Noonan, who is a caddy at the Bushwood Country Club, and he's trying to raise enough money to go to college. Does he really want to go to college? Hmm. Uh, yeah. 
kind of. Yeah, you know, he's confused. He doesn't know if he wants to do anything. Yeah. He's really just, he likes playing golf. Yes, he likes playing golf. Yep. And? He tries to, uh, he enters this uh, caddy tournament where uh, the winner gets, not sure how much, just a lot of money. A, a scholarship for college. A scholarship for college. Right. And who's his mentor? Judge Smales. No, no. Judge Smales isn't his mentor. Oh. What is a mentor? A mentor is someone who teaches you. Right. Uh, what's wrong with me? Uh, Chevy Chase. Right. Played by... Uh, the character is Chevy... It's played I by know, Chevy uh, Chase. Ty... Ty Webb. Ty Webb. Ty Webb. That's right. So he's his mentor. And Ty's a little bit unhinged, to say the least. But he's also loaded, right? He... Yeah. He owns a few... Um, Lumber yards, but he, he's never there. Yeah. That's what they say, right? Yep. Okay. Um, and? And, uh, what, and then what's the other kind of subplot thing going on? There's a couple. Ooh, subplots. Well, probably the most uh, famous thing about this whole movie is uh, the gopher. The gopher. That's right. And what's the gopher doing? The gopher is just uh, being a gopher, but he's wrecking up the golf course. Right. And so, um, and so they, uh, the uh, head of the Bushwood uh, org is a guy named who? Judge Smales. Smales, right? Yeah. And he orders the groundskeeper to... Kill the gopher. Get rid of the gophers. And they give that task to who? Carl, played by Bill Murray. Carl, played by Bill Murray. Yep. Carl Spackler. And um, and so there's all kinds of subplot chaos going on, right? While yeah. everything else is going on during the film, Carl is out there trying to kill the gopher. Yeah, and they, uh, I think they handled the subplots uh, pretty well uh, for a movie, and uh, especially with the gopher. And I, I remember watching this for the first time thinking how silly and hilarious it is. And even at today's standpoint, because it's definitely, it's aged. It's an aged film. It's pretty old. And, uh, yeah, you could definitely say, oh, that's really silly. But. Well, but it holds up. It holds up for sure. Okay. Now, did you notice when you first watched this movie how un-gopher-like the, the, the sound the gopher actually makes? I'm a human being. I recognized it. <laughs> okay. Okay, smarty pants. What, it, what, what, what sound do, do they give to the gopher? What yeah. what animal in the animal kingdom do they use as the voice of the gopher? Um, I guess is uh just a human. No, it's a dolphin. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember hearing it's something about It's a dolphin. About that. Yeah. I It's the craziest thing when he talks it's a dolphin I, chatter. You know, I forgot I do I did I have heard that before. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, if you hear, audience, a little breeze in the background, Ben and I are on the deck of this beautiful house overlooking the Pacific Ocean, um, and uh, we decided we'd podcast outside. It's yep. glorious. It's glorious. Yep. Okay, so um, so we've got the, the, the scenes in play. Um, there's one other major kind of uh, nemesis in this whole thing, mainly against Judge Schmales. And uh, and Ty and who's that? Uh, let me see those notes first. Rodney, those Rodney. are your notes. I don't have the character's name. Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. Al Chervik. He, right? Yes. He's, he's the he's the nemesis in this. And right? he 
uh, absolutely steals the show. He does. He does definitely uh, take everybody else on in a strong cast and is big, right? Mm -hmm. All right, let's talk about favorite scenes, and I'm going to pull yours up and get it ready to play as a part of this, okay? All right. All right. What's your favorite scene? My favorite scene is uh, the pool scene when they're at the country club pool, and uh, there's uh, like three, what, teenagers, and uh, they throw a baby Ruth bar into the pool, and uh, that doesn't end well. You could probably tell why. <laughs> right. So it's. did you notice this, there's a sign. It says Caddy Day at the pool. Yeah. And it's available for 15 minutes from like 12 to 12.15. It's caddy, right. caddy time at the pool. And the caddies descend. You know, they're kind of like the rednecks descending on this on this upper crust country club pool right yeah and it and it, and it ensues a chaos right yeah okay i'm gonna in fact i'm gonna play a piece of that right now you ready want some oh, give me some who asked you come on i'm asking joey would you please Get out joey would Okay, so she's thrown a baby Ruth into the pool. Correct. The unsettling music sets the score. Right. The theme for the Jaws ball. score. Yeah. Kid sees the chocolate bar, thinks it's a turd. Don't touch it. Those judge smells his wife. Don't touch it. And then here comes who? Spalding. Spalding. Spalding, no! <laughs> and he goes running away. That is super funny. Why do you love that scene so much? Well, I was I was seven or eight when I saw it. What Which means you're totally into toilet humor. Well, yeah. Uh, all as all young boys are. Yes, and uh, what uh, probably gets a better laugh is just the part right after because Carl is uh, helping clean the pool. Right. The next scene is they they're disinfecting the pool. Right. Uh, Smales is there. I want this entire pool s- scrubbed, sterilized, and disinfected. Right. And so he's Carl. And, and has, Carl's in like a hazmat outfit. He's got a. <laughs> he's got like a get. Uh, um, yeah, he's got like a, a respirator mask. on. And, uh, so he uh, he's uh, scrubbing the the pool, and then he picks up the baby Ruth bar, and he says, "Here it is." Right. And he smells it and says, "This is no big deal." And then he takes a bite out of it. Oh my gosh! And then um, Judge Smale's wife faints. faints. <laughs> yes, that's good. Yep. Um, that is a good scene. There are tons of them in this. Um, can't recommend this as an adult enough, but. Um, you, you you understand why kids can like it because that scene alone, right, is it's nothing adult about it. It's just funny, well, silly. And well, funny. I liked it first time I saw it. <laughs> yep. Okay, and then um, so I'm going to pull up my favorite one here. So my favorite scene is the scene Ben where um, Judge Smales has Danny, who's gotten into trouble, come into his office, and he's giving him a little speech. Talking about how he um, has had to send kids younger than Danny to the gas yeah, chamber. chamber. Didn't want to do it. Felt I owed it to them. It's just the most, <laughs> the most hilarious thing ever. Okay, so I'm going to play that here quick. 
judge would like to see a caddy named Danny Noonan as soon as he comes in. I'm Danny Noonan. Would you come with me, please? Bench smell, sir? Sit down, Danny. Danny, I think you know why you're here, so I'll do us both the courtesy of not reviewing what happened yesterday. Sorry. My niece is the kind of girl that has a certain zest for living. Now, D Judge Smales had caught right Danny with his call. niece, right? Yes, and they were right. doing the nasty. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> good. Good, good. You know, despite what happened, I, I'm still convinced you have very fine qualities, and I, I think you can still become a gentleman someday. <laughs> I honestly don't remember this scene that well. You don't. By the rules yeah, of I just know society. the one quote. <laughs> Danny. And that one Danny. of the most favorite parts of the end of this of, quote uh, is he says, "Want a fresco?" Want a fresco? I've sentenced boys younger than you to the gas chamber. <laughs> Here it is. Want to do it? I owed it to them. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Are you going to be my pal, Danny? And then, uh, of course, he asks him, you know, what are you doing later? Come by the yacht club. Yeah. Yep. Why don't you mow my lawn? <laughs> that actually happens earlier in the film, but <laughs> that is a terrific line. That's true. That's what are true. you doing later? How would you like to mow my lawn? <laughs> uh, yes. Um, okay, so let's talk about our favorite characters here. All right. Now, uh, one of the characters that uh, is very small role but steals the show in pretty much every scene he's in is Spalding, which who is the person in the pool who says duty right Spalding does steal the show he's um, the the nephew of judge smales he Great. is yep. let me let me look up his name um i think it is john f uh, barman jr Spalding smales and he's ridiculous, right? He is. They take bets on whether or not he's going to pick uh, his nose, Can and then and then whether he eats it or not. He um, he starts drinking everybody's leftover drinks at the dinner. The cigarette and bed. And there's a cigarette bed in there, and, he, and then he go, runs out and throws up into the uh, the doctor's um, Porsche, yep. right? Um, and, uh, and then, of course, he's... Uh, um, just a hack on the golf course and uh, just ridiculous. But he does definitely, for a bit part in a movie, he is his that character is kind of iconic in Lexicon, right? Yeah. People yell, you know, Spalding all the time when they about certain things, right? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, for example, probably the I'd say the second most memorable. In Quote, finger quotes uh, thing that he does is when he's uh, he's uh, trying to hit the golf ball, but this is happening in the background. This is why it's so funny. It's not focusing on him, so he's just hitting it and he's like not doing well, and he just keeps saying uh, turds, farts, double farts, and right, Smales right. is there. He's like Spalding. What I tell you about your language? <laughs> Sorry, Grandpa, I forgot. Exactly right. Yep. Yep, and um, 
Okay, so what are some of the other main, the main big characters that really make the show? First of all, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Right? He plays Ty Webb, and he's a great golfer, amazing golfer, but doesn't talk about it. Mm. And he gets in a big uh, match at the end of the, of the deal. And he's uh, kind of the main love interest of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, of course, Rodney Dangerfield, we talked about him. Al Chervik. Yeah. Um, amazing comic. And then he's in this movie. And he's super rich. And he's super ostentatious. And he's super annoying. And he's rude. And uh, he's a terrible golfer. Except when he's using his special putter. His special. Right? That was given to him by some physics NASA guy. <laughs> right? And then the late... and. And Rodney's passed away, actually. Um, and then Ted Knight, Judge Schmales, the great Ted Knight, who was on Mary Tyler Moore Show, which you don't won't remember. Um, but uh, he was amazing in this, right, as yes. Judge Schmales. Um, and then, uh, of course, the great Bill Murray, who really, this is probably his most known for role. He is still huge into the golf scene. He loves golf. And... Um, and he just played this goofy, half, you know, inebriated or stoned guy the whole time, right? He was a bit off. There were, he wasn't quite all there, he was, was he? He was never all there. He was just <laughs> focusing on uh, killing the gopher. Right. That's what he was focused on. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So the parts of this uh, movie, Ben, that are... So, I mean, it goes without saying. It, I mean, it is one of the funniest movies of all time. And it's stupid and crazy, and it is in the lexicon of everybody who golfs or has sports or any of that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And especially if you're a fan of any of the work that Harold Remus has done um, or Chevy Chase, right, Bill Murray, it's just it's just an iconic film. Yeah? Absolutely. Okay. But for someone younger, right, so you, when did you see this film first? Yeah, I was about seven or eight around that time, and... Uh, now I was really young, but I still, I still loved it. But I uh, didn't get all the jokes naturally. Right, a lot of it went right over your head, so you didn't get some of the more, um, some of the, uh, some of the references. Right, you yeah. didn't get. Now I watched it. Um, it, it was, I was eleven years old when it came out. I probably watched it when I was twelve or thirteen, so a little bit older than you. But same thing. I loved it, and some of the stuff. Definitely went over my head right away. Um, I wasn't too, uh, I, you know, I was obviously too young to be thinking about uh, girls and stuff like that at that time. So some of the sex stuff was not really that big a deal. Mm. Um, I, and then the like drug references. So there's two major things that would make it R, right? Yeah. There's drug references, right? Yeah. And, and mainly it's like marijuana, pot. That's only for like. About one scene, though. Well, there's a couple references to it. Well, yeah, but there's but you're but you're right. It's not a huge thing, right? No. Um, there's the reference when Carl's talking about the special grass that he made that you know you can play 36 in the afternoon and then take it home and get stoned with the bejesus belts on it that night. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, and then they smoke a joint in there. So you know, for those thinking about having a, a younger person watch this. There are some drug references, but they're very minor, and they're really just about smoking some weed. It's really not a huge thing, right? Yeah. Um, and then, um, but but there is some adult stuff. As, there's some nudity. Yeah, there's uh, not. 
Yeah, there is some nudity. There's nudity. There's there's two there's two scenes where there's some nudity, um, and and uh, and um, and some sex, or you know, not obviously not, not real sex or anything like that, but just leading up to it kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And um, and so the, and that's a little racy. So that's a, that's that's a, that there's a couple scenes that you would maybe um, uh, edit for your young watcher. Yeah, I think I remember either me and my brother just looked away or we skipped uh, right. that scene. Or but, your mom just, yeah. yeah, your mom just fast-forwarded and went to the next scene or something like that. Oh, probably. no, no, no. I remember we didn't watch it with my mom first time. What? Yeah, I, I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure it was just... How did you watch it? You mean you just got it no, off the no, shelf no, no. It and just, watched it? It's my dad. Oh, it's all your dad's fault that you're yeah, throwing him under the bus? Fault. Yeah. Okay, you're throwing your dad under the bus. Real cool. Uh, that's fine. So you think your dad, you remember that your dad let you watch it first, not your mom. That's, that's your memory. That's what I remember, but my mom did know, and she, I don't remember her being, well, angry or... <laughs> I can't wait. Okay, next episode, um, in, uh, in a coming up episode, I'm going to, I'm going to ask your mom, because she's not here right now, to uh, comment on, on who did that. So... <laughs> <laughs> so we can get the record straight. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> okay, but that's your memory. Okay, yep. Well, and and I got introduced to it by a friend of my parents, and I, my parents knew that I was watching videos at the time, but and I was like I said, twelve or thirteen. So I think um, they weren't too freaked out by it, but they definitely. Um, I got introduced to this by a friend of my parents, and he was really uh, had a great sense of humor, and um, and so he he just had us watch it because it was a new film that was on videotape at the time. Having a videotape was a huge big thing, yeah. so we'd do the whole rental on the weekend and keep it all weekend long and all that kind of stuff, and watch as many movies as we could. And so this is one of those movies I've watched. How many times do you think you've watched this movie? Oh, I can't. I can't. I just don't remember, but I, I've seen it. Yeah, definitely lots and lots of times. But I, I had no idea. Really? Yeah, you're asking me a question beyond my uh, knowledge. Okay, um, that's fine. I, uh, I don't know exactly how many times I've watched this film, Ben. But I'm telling you, it's um, probably more than fifty. Yeah. Less than a hundred, but it's in that range. It's a lot. I've watched it a lot <laughs> over and over and over again, which is why I can quote the entire movie from start to finish, yeah. which we don't have enough time on this podcast for, do we? Yeah. We, we, <laughs> uh, we, actually, we missed one thing that I wanted to say. Oh, wait. You, what do you mean? Oh, the... You want to do a, a line from the movie? Yes. Which, I... which specific line do you want to do? Well, I wanted to talk about the hamburger, cheeseburger thing, and the poem, obviously. That's one of my favorite scenes. Okay, the hamburger, yeah, cheeseburger. Yep, okay. Yeah. So you're doing a Spalding line? Yeah, it's Spalding. Uh, they're, they're in between. The, they finish the front nine. Yeah. They're, they're going to get something to eat on before they hit the back nine. Uh, like a snack bar. Yep, okay. Yeah. And it uh, turns out I'm wrong. Uh, Spalding is actually... Uh, uh, what's his face is uh, Judge Smale's grandson, not his nephew, but right. Yeah, that's so, true. We did say that. Yeah. Sorry for the c- good correction. Yeah. Yes. So they uh, they just walk up to it, and Spalding is just saying, "I want a hamburger, no a cheeseburger. I want some fries. I want a milkshake. I want potato chips." And then Smale's just says, "You're gonna get nothing, and you're gonna like it." 
You'll get nothing like it. An absolutely very quotable line said by a lot of people I know, actually. Excuse me, I have to sneeze. No, I don't. No, I don't. I'm okay. Good. And and you're telling me you know the poem that Judge Smales says when he is going to christen his new sloop, the Flying Wasp. I'm sorry, I just did sneeze. Uh, yes, the poem was uh, Judge Smales says that he has a little poem that he would like to read. And the poem is, It's easy to grin when your ship comes in. And you've got the stock market to beat. But a man worth a while is a man who could smile when his shorts are too tight in his seat. (laughs) (laughs) Very well done, Ben. Very well done. That is a fantastic scene in that movie. And um, and this is Caddyshack. Um, I have to give it a thumbs up. And I definitely think I'd prefer kids watch it a little bit older than you did. I think closer to 10. I I agree. So I'm thinking as soon as you're in that kind of 10 to 13 years old range, even though this is an R-rated movie, you should watch this movie. Absolutely. Because you can't call yourself a movie comedy appreciator in your future life if you don't watch it. I 100% agree. Yeah, around – yeah, I was a few years too young. I say definitely watch it before you're like 12. Probably. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, um, that's the podcast. That's the show. Episode four in the Kanban. We're going to go out on a little special Bur- Bill Murray, one of my favorite monologues in the entire film. And it is him giving some advice to one of the young caddies um, while talking yep. about his experience with the Dalai Lama. So I jump ship in Hong Kong. And I make my way over to Tibet. And I get on as a looper and a course over there in Himalayas. A looper? A looper. You know, a caddy, a looper. Mm. Jack. So I tell him I'm a pro jack. And who do you think they give me? The Dalai Lama himself. The 12th son of the Lama. The flowing robes, the grace, bald. Striking. So I'm on a first tee with him. I give him the driver. He hauls off and whacks one. Big hitter, the Lama. Long, into a 10,000-foot crevice right at the base of this glacier. Do you know what the Lama says? No. Gunga, galunga. Gunga, gunga, gunga. So we finish 18, and he's going to stiff me. And I say, hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know. And he says, oh, uh, there won't be any money. But when you die... On your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going for me, which is nice. Thanks for listening to Don't Tell Mom with Brett and Ben. We hope you enjoyed our show and didn't go blabbing to mom. Please pass along our podcast web address, donttellmom.podbean.com, or find us on iTunes. Be sure to check out our archive section on the Podbean site for previous episodes. This has been a Man Cup production. Hey, hey, come here. I told you, dude, keep this on the down low with mom.